It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Mm-mm-mm. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tonist, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, Please do hit that subscribe button. I do three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists. New interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual places that you can grab podcasts. That includes Spotify and Apple Podcasts, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with uh, some of my recent guests have included, uh, let's see, the makers behind Apple TV's The Morning Show, uh, the band Baroness, Corey Taylor of Slipknot, actor Michael C. Hall with his band Princess Goes. We had Leve drop by Andy Taylor, formerly of Duran Duran, Rat Boys, Westlife, Tommy Stinson from The Replacements, Jerry Harrison of The Talking Heads. It's just an example of uh, what you can hear when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, the Breeders, Kim Deal, Kelly Deal, Josephine Wiggs, and Jim McPherson. We're talking the 30th anniversary of Last Splash. Uh, this is their indie classic. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the making of it, including their near mythological amount of experimentation and how the weird 90s opened the door for their unlikely single Cannonball to be a worldwide hit. The band's also going to recall the story of, uh, of how they thought they had lost the original analog tapes before an industry friend helped them locate a secondary version that would also unearth the previously unreleased Go Man Go and an alternate version of their hit single Divine Hammer that featured Dinosaur Jr.'s Jay Maskus on the vocals. As for what's next, uh, the band's going to tell us that, uh, well, Kim uh, has a solo album lined up, and they've got some tour dates, some of them even with Belly, which of course opens the door for a former member, Tanya Donnelly, to join them on stage. It's all that and more as we talk about the 30th edition of Last Splash. It's Kyle Meredith with the Breeders. Hi, Kyle. Hello. It's a pleasure to have you guys here. We're talking, it's the, uh, let's do this. 
properly. It's the 30th anniversary of this beautiful little record right here, That's Last right. Splash. And uh, there's a deluxe edition, and you're going back to the tapes, and, and you've found some vault songs that I want to ask about. But I guess that's the, for the beginning, right? Happy anniversary. I know this isn't the, the anniversary of the band, but still, um, what a fantastic record it still is. So Thanks. It's, um, it, it, feels real, like, it, it feels really special to be able to celebrate this record and to have people want to hear it eager to hear it and eager to go to the shows after 30 years and that's really i mean that's i th i'm impressed with that yeah. and i'm in the middle of it and i find that impressive you know like i'm still reading stories about this album that i never knew about like the experimentation that went into recording feels like it's its own legend <laughs> that goes into this stuff the kooky stuff that you guys were doing in the studio was that always a part of your all's? I mean, was that a part of uh, of Pod and 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 Safari and everything before that? I mean, was that just how you all operated, or or was there something about this record that kind of lent itself to that? It's definitely not how Pod was recorded. Pod, <laughs> basically, the session that we just recorded here was more complex than the Pod sessions. <laughs> I, I do, however, yeah, I was gonna. However, yes, like for instance. I remember when Albini, we were doing Happiness and Warm Gun, he pulls out his big and go, that's true, for a, a flick. If you listen to Happiness is a Warm Gun, the first thing you hear is his big glider hitting. Why? Because it sounded cool. It seemed like a cool thing to do, you know? Uh -huh. So even though at the time, nothing feels like we're experimenting. It's not like, let's do a lot of experimentation. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I thought Jim's drums, his cymbals were too ringy or something, so we threw him off the, f the second floor to try to deaden him. To me, that's not experimenting. That's fixing problems. <laughs> so practical. We're always fixing problems. <laughs> but of course, it's not how most people did that. And, you know, I was thinking about, well, for Pod specifically, what Robin Flies Again, what's the name? Open. Opened. You know, that... It's music that was kind of based on the recitation of Brit doing a dream, saying a dream, right? In a basement in Kentucky. In yeah, a basement in Kentucky, right. right? Yeah, he had a dream, and it's just like... What's that line? The kitchen in Kentucky. In the actual is, is it a kitchen? It's or kitchen. Basement? There it is, yeah. I have, that. I have it, because why wouldn't I have that? Yeah. I don't have it here, What about though. the basement? There's a basement reference. In the, in the concrete basement. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. of course, we're talking about Brit from Slint, who had been a drummer originally yes and then jim comes along and it's makes the whole world better i love brit it's interesting though that, you know you guys brought up the, that cover of, of happiness a warm gum because i was thinking about i was thinking about though the practicalness of the recording <laughs> that we might call experimentation i was thinking about it seemed like the white album at that point was just like the album that every cool musician wanted to talk about like it was its moments you know, and I don't know how much she that had to say get... Last Splash is like the White Album. I did. Did you hear that? No, is that what you were getting ready to like, Absolutely, exactly what I was. Uh... <laughs> I listen to Last Splash a lot more than I listen to the White Album. So for what that's. Oh. But uh, no, what I was going to, you know, like, like, what uh, uh, do you love me now? When I listen to it, like there's this 60s vibe that I always hear in that song. And I don't know if you meant to. 
with so many bands, you can hear a lot of their influences. With you all, you had this original sound. It didn't sound like anyone, but every now and then, like that stuff comes out. I, like you were, you were covering uh, "So Sad About Us" from the Who, or a lot around that time too. Like, I guess the question is like, how much do you find that your influences were still creeping into your songwriting at all? At that, like, did that still happen around I, then? I never thought of the, um, "Do You Love Me Now" sounding '60s. I loved. The crystals and you know the Shangri-Las and stuff, but did do you? It's think... the it's the dual vocal thing I think that gives it that feel. I like. I, I can see what you mean. I like that. Yeah. I think maybe it, that would be a good reinterpretation. Somebody should you know do <gasps> do you love me now as a you know one of the you know yeah like girl the... groups sixty song yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good idea. Somebody could or you could. <laughs> yeah, we could. I don't know if I can. You don't have the energy for it. No, I don't have the energy for it. <laughs> now I'm going to think about that. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with The Breeders. But there was a great moment. I mean, just those great moments during that time. I, I think I talk about this a lot in interviews, too. It's like the weird 90s. Like, it didn't happen at any other point. Like, you had, like, Ren and Stimpy was a mainstream cartoon around that time, you know? Like, how much of that, like, Cannonball becomes a hit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a platinum-selling record last Splash. Mm-hmm. Like, did it feel like that at the moment when this record came out? Like, you know, I mean, we talk about it in the, in hindsight now. You know, it's like, cool, all the alternative artists are finally, you know, on, on pop radio or whatever. But, like, how much of the weird 90s, like, allowed for you this to be what it was? They still don't play us on TUE in Dayton. <laughs> no way. I bet we don't get played. Is EBN still up in Boston? I, I think they closed. Yeah, I think they're gone. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you're talking about Cannonball that when asked, like, do you think that would they'd be played on the radio? It, at the time, that song was so weird. It starts out with just this happening. You know, there wasn't anything else happening like that. There's a lot of, you know like you know men singing about important things you know and I really loved it all so don't get me wrong I really liked it all but um but there was a lot of distortion and stuff and then I mean the song takes how long to before it actually starts to get so you got that you got this the cymbal you got the bass you got that it was a really strange song like to be one, a radio hit, right? It was really weird, yeah. Like the one guy said, the most unfriendly radio song intro ever. Ever, yes. But you know what? Like, I think I do the air mov- movements or or vocals to every single part. Yeah. You know, like we all sing along with you know, the bass part I sing along to, the drum part I do along to. You know, the guitars. It's like every single bit of that. Yeah. Like something how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if it was the most unfriendly, it was still every single part of that is like the greatest thing yeah. in that little moment. Yeah. You know, and landing on that, like how do you know? Like it's just that's Don't. you just stumble upon it, right? It's funny how that. Or happens. as in yeah. instance, like the drum clicking, I was in the co studios and Kim's like, let's do a different kind of intro because we were doing stuff in the basement. But so I started doing like clicks and then cracks. And then so she heard like three and then I did that one. And then she's like, yeah, keep that one. So like you said, it was just, yeah, just kind of something that. We're okay. stumbling on something. Stumbling. We know we wanted something to go there. Yes. Sort of right. Combination. Right. Experimenting. Sure. Yeah. There it is. Uh-huh. I've won you over. <laughs> <laughs> It took a little bit longer than to get into the course of Cannonball, but we got there. That's uh, <laughs> glad it happened. And and I should say, by the way, it all sounds simple, and I know it's not because you you it, you know you 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 have to work at this stuff. But and like even the guitar part, like 
I was a guitar player for a very short time in my life. I think eight years altogether. But that was one of those songs that kind of showed me like you can come up with something simple and it's mm. going to work. Yeah. You know, that's it true. doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. And that true. was so important to me at yeah. the time. And some of my favorite guitar parts are simple, you know, riffs and melodies that you can. Those are the best ones. Yeah. yeah. That's an earworm that sounds like the name of what it is. An earworm. It sounds like a... Just kind of wiggles earworm. itself in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for the earworm. All these years. <laughs> and then the beer. So there is the, the new version of this. And I read about you thought the analog tapes were completely lost. What's the story? Because... <laughs> do it. Do it. I like it. It's awkward to talk about it because we no, don't want to embarrass beggars. Yes, we do. <laughs> we She's definitely English. want to embarrass beggars. How could that be embarrassing? Oh, no, she was here. Oh, sorry. No, that's, no that's, we don't. No, but the, how can that... It, beggars hadn't even existed. Well, did they exist then? Yes, of course they did. Yes. Oh, yeah, they did. It is very embarrassing for you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's just put it this way. Mm -hmm. The original tapes were in two forms. One of them was the half inch master that was mixed down from 24 track, two inch tape. And when we came to do the 20th anniversary performances of Last Splash. Oh, actually you knew this before, didn't you? We knew that the, the two inch 24, there was no possibility of going back to that tape because it had melted. Oh, in a fire, right? Or no, something? just from age. Oh, one hopes though that one keeps up yeah. with the baking in of with said a... tape and does a transfer before no, the digital information is What you think is, is that the record completely. company who's in possession of this priceless artifact is keeping From it in 93. a humidity controlled, you know, mm. free of mice, etc. We don't expect it the two inch to be no. ready to go right now. It's been baked out. It would have been baked out of existence. And Anybody even chose to bake it once, which I bet they didn't. Yeah. So anyway, we knew that that was, as we say, toast uh -huh. at that point. Uh -huh. And the half-inch tape, they didn't know well, where it was. Explain what half-inch tape is. Like, well, what's the difference between the two-inch tape and the half-inch? Two-inch half -inch. tape is a 24-track, original track. Separated. So if, for example, the tapes hadn't shed onto the floor, you could have conceivably remix the album for example not that you would want to mm. but people do people do sure um but when you the final part after you've you know we've slaved away creating those 24 tracks it gets mixed down to a half inch tape or it used to in the olden days um <laughs> and that's the master stereo left and right yeah master. it's a stereo master uh -huh. and then they use that to manufacture the record so when looking at the 30th the idea was how about using the master the half inch master and doing this fancy thing to get a, a, a high quality no we already knew that they didn't know where it was well that's what i'm saying yeah i'm setting you up for a, for a pitch bakers <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the camera, lost but they're here. it. Mm. I'm just going to say perhaps mislaid mm. or mislabeled. 
it could still be there. But Only nobody, one of the greatest albums of all time. Knows. Sure. That's, no one yeah. will ever know. Right. True. In the meantime, oh, what was the original question, though? In the meantime, oh, you know it's interesting too because oh, how like, this came about, how the finding oh, the yeah, tape. Yeah. If it were me and about. I was in charge of this big warehouse of this bulky bullcrap, I don't know if I can it's swear here. Fire, you know, I'd be like, "There's new technology. <laughs> we don't we're we're going places. We don't need this stuff. No, you we're need gonna to just use this it. shiny. Look at this shiny silver disc. Yeah. This is all I need." <laughs> you, I can see how that happens, don't you? How people get, yeah, lack, lack trying to make excuses with, yeah. with, the label. with the originals. <laughs> I would. Don't back down. Anyway, so I do that actually. They couldn't. It's like, oh, let's use a half-inch stereo master mm -hmm. because Abbey Road wanted to do this new thing that they're doing, which is doing the half-speed master where you have two discs that represent one disc, but you play it at forty-five RPM. Mm -hmm. The grooves are nice and fat. So that's nice mm -hmm. because it's just nice. It's nice to not have the favorite song at the end of an album and then it starts to hear the distortion and stuff like that. So you get the big deep sound all the way that's through. That's right. right. And you play it on 45 and there's two discs that represent the last Splash album. So we're gonna do that. So of course we're gonna need the half inch stereo master. You can't do that sort of process on a CD or something. Who knows what they use, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> So anyway, we asked for it and they couldn't find it, but we did find it. Sarah, who manages a Louisville ba band mm -hmm. called White Reaper, she's our manager too. She knew some dude who's handling the vault, vault in Warner Brothers. And in Warner's, Warner Electric, Electra Asylum, we mm -hmm. were on Electra. So they had the half-inch analog stereo master and they gave us a high-res transfer. Beautiful. I've been in that vault. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I held Purple Rain. Really? Yeah. Nice. Small world. Yeah, it was big, did but I didn't. I didn't know that yours was in there. I would have helped yeah. you. That was. That was like <laughs> a handful. Of, I would have grabbed it for you guys while I was there. <laughs> if I had known, I was already there. It's... Probably could have I saved us some money. Like Frank or something. Yeah. Could have been so helpful. Right? Right? Would have been thanked in the credits. <laughs> at, at least I hope. It's... <laughs> she is on the credit. And then while you were going through the mixes, right? Mm -hmm. You saw. Go man, go. That's where the other tracks go. It started on the twentieth. You know, we have oh. this artist-friendly contract where 4AD can't and beggars can't repackage stuff and just send it out. So on the twentieth, we decided let's do a big box set, getting all these photographs and all these notes and things and memories oh, yeah. and rejiggering the artwork. Vaughn Oliver was still alive at the time. He was this master visionary artist that worked all the labels on all the album covers on 4AD. So we did a package there. We did a box set mm -hmm. for the 20th. Mm -hmm. This thing that we have right now isn't a box set. It's just a really sweet recording from a really sweet half-inch master. Right. But the one on the 20th, I remember 4AD was sending us this list of everything they had in the vault. And I saw Go Man Go. And then we were confused. I thought we had recorded it. A demo. I think we might have demoed it. Why is You're it a liar. Demo? Thing. What? Why You're... isn't it on the demo if we demoed you it? You said we didn't demo it today. No, he's... Yes, he did say that. Did I? He did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That was before we played music. The cymbals are ringing in my ear. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did we play it live in 1992? No. Then we wouldn't have demoed it. Well, maybe it was a song that we just made up in the studio. How do we learn it? 
We just we made it up. It we recorded it. experiment. It was an experiment. <laughs> there you go. So it was done, but you guys forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. And then found it. Literally, yeah. yeah. And here's and did you remember it at that point? Was it one of those moments like, what is this? You call this remembering. Sure. I'm <laughs> figuring that out. Right. <laughs> kind of getting Wait, to see how this works. What is remembering? This. Oh, that. <laughs> I understand. It's 30 years ago, by the way. I can't remember right. things 12 years ago. It's, yeah. I get that. This morning, frankly. <laughs> yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with The Breeders. So you get Gilman Goat, which, by the way, is so good. And I should mention, we have been playing it in heavy rotation on WFBK for the past month, so it's so good. And there's this other, which we call Divine Mascus, which is Divine Hammer, with Jay Mascus doing the vocals. Let me intro this. Okay, please. Because, now you remember your lesson before about the two-inch um, tape where all the tracks are. So Kim was, um, I didn't like Divine Hammer, our version of Divine and, Hammer out. In, and Do You Love Me Now, too, right? And Do You Love Me Now. I just thought they could have a nice, really big, thick, heavy guitar on them. It would make it sound cooler. And sure. it's like, you know, what was that? What would Jesus do? It's like, what would Jay do? We, we knew his manager, Janet Billig, yeah. at the time. And he, I think he was working with... So back then, Stone. we're just going to glyphs right by that. <laughs> so back then, you couldn't just send tracks to somebody so we made a copy of the two inch master and sent it to jay to add stuff on uh, we were th expecting rad guitars because he's like a guitar hero right and a drummer as well i mean and, and a singer obviously but uh, we were looking for guitars but then what we got back was jay singing doing the vocals on the on, yeah on Divine Hammer, yeah. which we call Divine Mascus. Yeah. It sounds really good. It does sound really good. And it sounds so funny, though, of course, because I'd never heard it. Like, I, I knew the version, the B-side of Do You Love Me Now. Like, yeah. that had been out there. Right. But hearing it on there, it's like, why would you Why would you have somebody else sing your song? You know, and then, of course, that song goes on to become its own great hit single. Yeah. It's but, weird, isn't it? Why didn't you like Divine Hammer? I want to show you the video. I, it'll take me too long to find okay. it. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> the other thing is, we'll and then he did a, he did a video for us for Divine Mascus. Oh, yeah, like a music video. Well, don't show him that. That's well, going to be a big reveal. So here's the other thing about now. Should I not tell it's a yeah, video? Don't tell anyone. While they talk <laughs> about don't tell uh -huh. anyone. No. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't speak over if you guys are yelling. Yeah, that's why so we're yelling. Really great, what's really great about that is that this saved our butt because in the in the mixing. Mm -hmm. Mixing or mastering? Well, mixing and mixing the, the album. A mistake was made by a tape op there, and they erased some of a song. Right. And it's because Jay Mascus had a copy of the two-inch tape that we were able to get that back and do some repairs to the beginning of "Do You Love Me Now." So not only is he a guitar hero, but just a hero. Just a hero. hero. Yeah, all. that's right. Exactly. I love Jay Mascus. Yeah. He's he's a hard guy to interview. 
buds. <laughs> and we're not. Oh, this is the best. Are you yeah, kidding? This is just... Like, I just get to sit here and watch it kind of I unfold most of the time. I wanted to ask Jay a question, and my question would be to Jay, did you redo some of the drums on that Divine Mascus version? Wait, you feel like there's so sound? You feeling territorial? No, not at all. I just <laughs> I can't remember this. Uh -huh. It seemed like the drum... There's a couple of patterns yes. that you do not think you did. Yeah, and you know, Jay's pretty... He plays drums. And he can do a little cutting and moving with the stuff. And no, You could ask him that, but that I'm pretty sure the answer either. is going to sound something like, uh... Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Do you know how to get him talking, though, is you talk about bicycling, oddly. That's how you get Jay talking. Josephine yeah. is, a, really? yeah, is well, a, I'm a big big fan of yeah. Show yeah. Your you, what do you got? What am I looking at? Oh, it's this. It's okay. The Sagino I get it now. 75 yeah. chain ring. I mean, I couldn't have got that detailed, but yeah. it looks fantastic. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all dorks. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> That's what we're here for. Um, it's so good, this record. And I do love hearing all about these deep details of this and, and the 30th anniversary. And I should also bring up how good this record is Yay. as well. All Nerve came out Yay. a few years ago. Um, I was telling you when we did the R-Ring interview how often we, me and my wife around the house, will say, wait in the car. I got business. <laughs> I got business. <laughs> oh, it, it's so good. It's, I, that's the obvious question. That's been a few years. Is there more? Well, COVID put kind of a damper on some things mm -hmm. in terms of uh, sucking some time away. And now we're doing this. This is our big, you know, coming back after COVID. Like we just did for the first time. Nobody, I am so, I, when I say the word COVID, I feel like, what am I talking about? Mm. Like, you know, the, mm. some 1918 flu or something, 17, whatever it was. Um, yeah. That's all I had. Go ahead. Anybody else? <laughs> Flu. We're, we're working on stuff. Yeah. We, Josephine yeah. sent some music. And I saw Jim's band about a month ago. They've got a great instrumental surf band. Kelly's been out with Proto Martyr. Mm -hmm. Doing the R-Ring thing. I think we're Kim. Solo thing. She's got a Jim solo plays record. on it. Kelly plays on it. Joe played on it. Except for I raced her. That's awesome. <laughs> That's I awesome. Do we it's the amazing. Does it make any sense? She'd be out next year. All right. Yeah. It's incredible. This is multiple interviews. You'll lose time. it when you hear her. You will. It's She's really hearing. talking you up. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Especially my guitar part and yeah, like Jim's yeah. drum parts are the best. <laughs> the you guys best. hear that ringing on the record? Yes. Do you really? Yeah, yeah I do. I've Thumbs lost my that ear. frequency. It is your ear. Okay. It's it, your no, collective I mean, ears. It's my ears too. <laughs> oh, That's okay. When you hear. spend this much time together, inevitably you start hearing the same thing. It's the same <laughs> ring. I believe that's how it There's works. No ringing, is, there? is it really ringing? I don't know. I've lost track of where we are at this point, honestly. <laughs> start again. Start from the top. Let's do this right. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Happy 30th anniversary. <laughs> Turn us into some kind of Charlie Kaufman inside out esque interview. Um, and and I, I'm only quickly hitting on the business anyway, because uh, I know there's touring. You guys are doing some shows with Belly, which is great because, of course, that means Tanya. And let me tell you, for us nerds, these are those moments where we go, hey, cool. Uh, <laughs> That's like, nice. like, do you all have to, is, do you all have to battle it out? Does she become an honorary member again on I the stage? Do you, do you guys have to fight? 
we've played some shows in Boston, and we've tried to get her to pick up an axe and play on gu play guitar, and she won't. Really? She did come up and sing. She, yes, yeah. she did. Horrible. She's open yeah. invitation She's to do play and sing anything. Yeah. And we did have her join us on Happiness is a Warm Gun, yeah. and she just bought, she no, blew it. it. was us. Train wreck. No, it wasn't us. It was, it was not her. us. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Wasn't it, Jim? What it was, was it? her. It was her. Not it us. was her. It was a train yeah, for wreck. Sure? So, yes. Yeah. And we gotta we gotta try it again. Because clearly she's not rehearsed or practiced. She's not professional. But that just gives you the excuse to try it exactly. again, as you said. That's yeah. yeah. Just gonna like we need you can't go out on that. We need no, right? yeah, yeah. we have to ask her. Yeah, we need to not do a wing it thing. We need she to ask her back. We have to beg her to come back, I'm sure. She needs a redemption song. Yes, she does. It's true. Well, we, we'll play whatever she wants. Yes. These moments are too special. Mm. I hope that happens. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I'd say I'd fly up and see it, but I'll probably just watch it on YouTube afterwards, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'll be here. You'll probably most likely be able to watch it. If she really makes a mistake, it'll probably get higher. Cause... Great. See? Yeah. That's what you want to see. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. Uh, okay, once again, 30th anniversary. It's so great hearing you guys doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Nice Thank you, Kyle. My thanks to the breeders, Kim, Kelly, Josephine, Jim. The 30th edition of Last Splash is out now. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Again, I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. New ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. Discover those new ones. Again, Spotify, Apple Podcast at uh, NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. You can subscribe to Kyle Meredith with... Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. It's where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's four hours of favorites from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, the best in new music, their anniversary spins, music news, bonus interviews. Uh, one of my recent one of my recent shows had the music of Joni Mitchell, Pretenders, David Bowie, The Stones, The Smiths, The Flaming Lips, Foo Fighters, Amy Mann, Wilco, Tyler Childers, The Fugees, John Lee Hooker, Mary Chapin Carpenter, The Tragically Hip, The Black Keys, Allison Russell, Margot Price, R.E.M., Moby, The Tours, and my interview with Madison Beer. That's just an example of what you get every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Of course, you can also find me on the old uh, social media spots, uh, any of them actually. The address is always the same, at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Consequence Podcast Network. I have crumbs on my brownie crumbs on my face. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.